It's story time, it's story time, it's story tell her. It's story time, it's story time, haven't you heard? It's story time, it's story time, let's story tell her. It's story time, it's story time, let's get in this word. Hi, family. It is Montia Imagini, and I just had to enter into this podcast by singing that song that's all over social media because I am so excited to be back. The last episode that I made was on January 2nd, and that episode was titled Take Rest. And that episode was created because I felt an unction from God to take rest, but I wasn't sure that I was going to take rest. And I'll tell you what I have been doing. So just a recap from take rest. I made an acronym for rest. R was for refresh. E was for ease. S was for silence and solitude. And T was to take God at his word. Now, let me say, I felt the pull to rest, but I was like, it's the beginning of the new year. It's 2022. I have to hit the ground running. I made my goals. I have my strategy. Like, let's go. But a week later, a woman by the name of Lady Treasure was prophesying and she was giving a prophetic word and she talked about how it's um, a season where God wants to draw his children closer to him and just a time of being intimate with him and focused on him. And she actually gave the term, which is her term, might sound a little bit weird, but it's okay. And the term that she gave was holy moon. And she said, remember when you got married and you went on a honeymoon and it was just about you and your spouse. Y'all was focused on each other. Y'all shut down the whole world. Everything was fun. That's what God wants us to do. So when she said that, I said, okay. And I said, let me obey this prophetic word immediately because sometimes we're given instructions and we can try to convince ourselves that that's not really what God is saying or talk ourselves out of it. For example, Adam and Eve, when God told them not to eat the fruit and they were like, well, did he really say that? So let that be something y'all take away right now. Obey God immediately so you don't talk yourself out of obedience. Okay. Anyway, I said, okay, I am going to immediately obey this word. Let me shut down every distraction. Let me shut down every idol, if you may. Anything that takes away from my quiet time with the Lord, my Bible study, or any, all the noise, away from the noise, away from the noise. I believe I mentioned that in the last podcast that I made as well. 
And I also said, okay, I'm going to rest, but let me be intentional with this rest. What am I expecting from the Lord? I want it to have a posture of expectation so that I'm looking forward to receiving something. So I wrote down a list of things. And first and foremost, God, let your will be done. Whatever you want to do, do it. I surrender. The second thing I wanted was to know God in a new way. Because I've been saved for a long time. And sometimes we can get used to the routine of relationship. That God just becomes familiar. And we don't expect anything new. And I said, you know what I also want, Lord? I want a new testimony. Story tell her was brought about for the purpose of sharing stories and sharing testimonies. And I said, Lord, I, I want a new testimony. I know that I've, I'm, I've talked about you saving my soul at a young age, me being delivered from drugs and alcoholism and suicidal thoughts, but I would love a new testimony. And God delivered on all of that during my season of rest. It was over about 40 days, I want to say, where I was solely, solely focused on God. No TV, no social media. Well, I did a little business because let's face it, in, in today's A and age, if you have a business, it's important to be on social media. I even shut down my cousin's chat. And I say, Lord, just give me all of you. And I want to start by talking about the new testimony that God blessed me with. In episode three, I talked about, it's called letting go. And I talked about landing in therapy, not by choice. Y'all can go back and listen to that word. But in therapy, the counselor realized that the root of my behavior was because of daddy issues. And I'm not going to go into great detail of that because... That's my dad's story to tell. However, I have been praying for my dad's salvation for a long, long, long time. At one point, I said, God, I'm, I'm not, I give him to you, but I'm not praying for him anymore. He's just going to be who he is. And that day, I never told anybody what I said. That was just a prayer between me and God in my prayer closet. And my dad called me that day. And he said, daughter, I just called to tell you that no matter what, don't stop praying for me. All I could say was okay, because I was so choked up, because I know that that was nobody but God. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm not going to stop praying for my dad. About four days 
into my season of rest and consecration, my dad accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior and confessed from his mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I just want to sit in that for a moment. Because if God didn't do anything else in those 40 days, he did enough. But he actually did two more things that I'm not going to share, at least right now. But I said all that to say. That God is good. That God still answers prayer. And that God will give you a new testimony. Ask him for one. What did I learn from my rest? What did that look like? My rest looked like me stepping out of my comfort zone and saying yes to things that I wouldn't say yes to. Almost like when Jesus was walking on water and he told Peter to come out and step out in faith. I was asked to join a prayer, to lead a prayer in front of a group of people. And that is just not my thing. I would rather be in the back or somewhere praying in my prayer closet. But I said, you know what, Lord, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to step out on faith. I'm not going to stay in my little comfort zone. And but I need you to meet me there because I can't do this without you. And if you're listening, Lady Ambry, shout out to you for calling me and asking me to do that because that was such a blessing. What I also learned is the reason why God gave me the name Imagine. If you know me in real life, then you know that my name is not Imagine. But in July of 2020, in a dream, God gave me the name Imagine. And when I woke up and I looked it up, it means daughter. And I thought, oh, that's great. You're calling me daughter. Like, I know I'm your daughter. And I, I, didn't, I didn't put too much thought in that, even though I was grateful that God gave me a name because I've always heard about um, God changing people's names. And even if you're familiar with the Bible, he changed a lot of people's names in the Bible. Like Saul became Paul. Um, excuse me a minute. I just want to go to this real quick. I opened up my Bible to read what's in the name. And I don't want to read the whole thing, but it says a change in a person's name 
nearly always refers to a change in that person's character or identity, such as when Jesus changed the name of Simon to Peter. So in this season, God has been dealing with me about what it means to be a daughter. A few months after the Lord gave me that name, I lost my spiritual father. And I felt a little lost. But God was showing me and has been showing me since he changed my name until now that he is my father. Now, don't get me wrong. I've always accepted God as my father. What I've learned in therapy is that if you have daddy issues, it's difficult for you to see God as a father. But I wanted a father so badly, it was easy for me to see God as a father. However, there's a difference between when you see God as a condemning father or a father that you have to get approval from by being good. That's not how the father-daughter relationship is. When he calls you to be a daughter, he already loves you. He has forgiven you. And you don't have to earn his love. And after being saved for so many years, I'm just now learning that. And I want to show you in scripture what it says about that. And it is in Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 8. And I'm going to begin at verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons or daughters, my emphasis, of God. For you did not receive the spirit of adoption again to fear. I'm sorry, you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. I can't put into words the revelation that I received from being a daughter of God. But one day I was listening to a man named Alex teach about Esther. And if I'm honest, when people would talk about Esther, and this is Queen Esther in the Bible, I would zone out a little bit because I feel like when people want to talk about women, they always talk about Queen Esther. But when he, he said one sentence that set the whole inside of me on fire. 
And he said, you are a daughter of the kingdom. And I can't tell y'all what that did to me. But this is what I know. I'm not the only one that has to receive the revelation of what it means to be a daughter or even a son. So I want to challenge you. To think about. Where do you stand with your father, your earthly father? Where do you stand? Is the relationship good? Is it bad? Does it need some work? I'm going to encourage you, like my dad told me, don't stop praying for your father. I also want you to think about where do you stand with the Father, Abba Father? Do you see him as the big guy in the sky that's ready to strike you down and send you to hell? Because that's not who he is. There's a song. Y'all know I'm about to sing, right? <laughs> There's a song by Chris Tomlin, and it's called Good, Good Father. And the reason why I have to sing, even though I don't want to sing, is because when I talk out the lyrics, I forget the words. But if I sing it, then I remember it. So, you know, God has anointed my voice, but just go, go with me. And it goes, you're a good, good father is who you are. It's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am, it's who I am. And you're perfect in all of your ways. That's the gist of the song. Again, it's Good Good Father by Chris Tomlin. And I encourage you to listen to that song. I'm sure there's a reason why God led me to this podcast today. Every podcast that I do is prayed about because this is a tool for him. It's not for me. What do I want you to take away from this? God loves you. God is a good, good father. Don't stop praying for your father. And I do want to add this too. Because I have listeners whose fathers have passed and they're grieving. And I'm praying for you. I'm praying that God wraps you in his arm and you're able to receive the father's love. And if your father has passed and you never got a chance to work out your differences, write him a letter and get it out. 
And I pray that your hearts are open to receive the Father's love. Because he's a good, good Father. Thank you all for listening to me. And I hope you have a happy Saturday and a loving, 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 loving Valentine's Day weekend. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Story Tell Her. I hope this story encouraged you, made you think, but more importantly, inspired you to share your story for God's glory. Until the next chapter, this is Montia Imogeny signing off.